Welcome to episode 21. We about to air this motherfucker the fuck out. First of all, you got to know where you coming from. You got to know where you going, my nigga. That's what we about to do. Air it the fuck out. Let's go. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Queen Smoke. Many of you may be wondering why I chose a podcast as my platform. To keep it real with you, I don't want to be looked at. I want to be listened to. I know that if I got your attention, I could get into your head. Now, I'm going to need all the bitches, all the niggas, and all the bitch niggas to leave the building. Because it's time to air it the fuck out. This week, we're going to talk about narcissism in the black community and how it affects us in 2022. Peace, family. Welcome back to episode 21 of Air the Fuck Out. My co-hosts this week are Queenie and Monkey D. Back in the building. I appreciate the both of you for joining me on this episode to just talk about this topic and kind of diving into it a little bit. So narcissism, I wanted to choose this topic because I feel like a lot of people in our community, both men and women, have a lot of narcissistic traits. They don't want to own up and have accountability to when they're wrong. Being, uh, you know, being stand up and letting them, letting people know when they are wrong and apologizing for it is something that a lot of people in our community, grown people in our community, have a hard time battling with. Why do you think this conversation is necessary, Queenie? I believe this conversation is necessary because a lot of people nowadays are lovers of themselves. And you don't see so much as lasting relationships for like 30 and 40 years like I just seen the other day somebody said they was married for 60 years and nowadays that seems like nearly impossible with this day and age because everyone loves themselves they love how they look and appear they don't actually act as adults though I think they're like narcissistic kids mm-hmm. in adult bodies mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to say It's almost called called narcissistic behavior because like you said, you want to be the young ones and they want to be you, but you're right because sometimes you have to close your eyes and wake up and realize what's going on in your life. You you dig what I'm saying? Because nobody want to tell nothing. Men, we don't talk nothing about no women. You can do what you want to, but when a nigga say something wrong with him, you're not going to tell that shit no matter where we from. We're going to lie and hang that shit till we die. We're going to take that shit to the grave with us. So do you, do you believe that narcissism is, um, is it, does it affect our community, the African-American community? It surely does from the age when they were young, telling them not to show any emotions. Like that's steep from when they were children. Like stop crying like a little girl, not showing any emotions. And that's why we get so many men that are emotionally unavailable and have narcissistic tendencies because it's starting from a young age when their dads or their mothers are telling them stop crying like a little girl stop crying and they're not allowed to show their emotions so now they're emotionless they don't care about anyone but themselves because they weren't taught that because they were taught to not show anything no weaknesses or anything and what do you feel like do you agree with that being a man growing up with a single parent home i totally agree with that because first of all like everybody want to be like their dads and their moms and stuff so 
Like, I'll hold stuff in and won't tell nobody. But she's right about what she said, like, for real. Like, you won't tell the truth where it came from, and she real about that. Of course. Especially with men. Like, that's um. I mean, I'm not being funny. Like, there'll be gay, there'll be gangbangers, there'll be killers. Like, that's where it comes from, because don't nobody listen to youngsters. I'll listen to them youngsters and the kids or whatever, the girls, but nobody listen to men. They feel like mad. And also, I feel like in our community, you know, first of all, let's get let's let's define it. Let's define it so we can get clear. So narcissism, let's that talks about excessive interest in our or in or admiration, excuse me, of oneself. So excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and physical appearance. Pretty much Queenie nailed it. And then narcissist, the traits are a vanity grandiosity manipulation and deceit so these are the traits that a narcissist will exhibit you know what i mean i feel like in our community there is a lot between men and women you know a lot i want to say so more so in relationships in friendships in parenting in education we see it all the time even when you're wrong people want to want to stand tall in that ego ego is a big one got no kids but Everybody love you. Like, you're the best auntie. Like, everybody is. I'm the best uncle, and I keep it real. From all your people, and David, and John, and Jenkins, and everybody, they love you. You're the main one. How many kids you got? None. But they love you like you're their mama. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like that's... Children gonna ride for the truth. You know, a lot of people think that children can't handle the truth. And we're messing our kids up, the next generation, because... They're growing up on a social media. They're growing up technology. You know what I mean? So the lessons that we, you know, it's, it's about ownership. You know, I feel like a lot of people in our community, they're ashamed or they may be embarrassed for things that they have done for people they may have hurt. But if you don't get real, you just prolong the healing. I agree with that. Like if you don't face whatever obstacle or anything that is in front of you, you'll never get past it and get through it and never learn from it. A lot of times in the black community, they don't talk about mental health because what is it? It's white people shit. That's what they say. Like they don't talk about mental health and what you're going through or what you may have been traumatized as a child that causes these narcissistic tendencies in grown adult black males. Um, We, as a whole, I know I've had some narcissistic tendencies because some people have called me a narcissist, but that was just only, it was a... It was like um, protection for myself because I've been through so much that I built those walls and I became, had narcissistic tendencies from, in order to not get myself hurt, I built those walls. And when we talk about building walls, you know, in the black community, that's why it always looks like division, you know, because if it's not over colors, if it's not over money, if it's not over status, it's just not, if it's not over men versus women, modern versus sim traditional versus you know what i mean pick me like if it's not one thing it's another in the black community and i feel like we never have the space to to really find understanding because when it when it comes to calling somebody out people take it so offensive instead of like constructive criticism a lot of people don't want to be called out so we live in the wrong way it could be a million people living a foolish way and they will stand by that lifestyle because they don't want to change it. They will stand by those decisions, bad decisions and all, repetitive bad decisions. We'll stand on that and don't want to change. What's 
what's that saying? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. And if you constantly hang out with these kind of people, you know what I mean? You will never grow. In what ways are black men narcissistic, monkey D? Because sometimes we like to lie and don't say what we think. So this nigga 38 messing with a girl that's 18. Boy, wake your ass up, first of all. Second of all, can't nobody run my life but me. You dig what I'm saying? Do you feel like black men have ego? A lot of pride. But of course, because first of all, can't nobody tell me what I'm doing wrong? I think I know everything. I don't know shit. Sometimes I need to be taught by y'all. Kids and grandkids and shit. Sometimes I'll learn something. What ways do you see black men being narcissistic in our community? The ways that I see black men being narcissistic is their lack of accountability, their lack of care for anyone other than themselves. Um, they have this like facade where they're perfect and nothing that they do is wrong and everything that you say or you speak on is you're complaining and you're nagging when you're just trying to simply communicate. too sometimes because first of all I know who I am can't nobody tell me what I'm gonna go through but at the end of the day she's right what she said like men don't like to tell the truth about what we wrong if you wrong nigga you wrong because sometimes we like think we know everything you don't know everything nigga sometimes she might know something more than you listen and learn I think too in black men in our community um it's kind of like bro code not to check your partner. Like, even when your brother or your best friend, you know, the men in your circle are living wrong, it's like, it's not my business uh, mentality. When, you know, if it's supposed to be community and real true friendship, you're supposed to be able to call them out on those things, not just hanging out. You know what I mean? Hold on. I beg to differ. I'm appalled for that shit. Because first of all, if that nigga 18 or he 38 and she 18, I'm not going to deal with what he doing. You feel what I'm saying? But you're one about how many no. don't call I don't know because first of all, nigga, if you fucking with somebody that's younger than you, I'm not gonna fuck with you, nigga. You're dumb. Where's your daughter at? You don't that'd be nigga that would have no kids, no granddaughter, but nigga, first of all, that's how we do it. But a lot of men are not like you, monkey D. A lot of men want to deny the truth. Or if they see like one thing I'm gonna call black men out on, you know, narcissistic tendencies, it will be domestic violence. You know what I mean? Nobody is accountable as far as you won't check your man. You'll see him roughing a woman up and it's not your business, you know? But if it was your sister or daughter, then it was. Like if it was somebody close to you, then it was. We gotta stop thinking that it will never happen to us. You have to to be community and everyone, like you have to be your brother's keeper, Mm -hmm. you know? And you have to like, if I'm lacking, Queen Smoke ain't gonna have no problem telling me about myself. And exactly. So you have to be, you have to hold, if he doesn't hold himself accountable, you hold him accountable. If he's in your presence. I don't let people just do the most and I be like, hey, you need to like chill. It's not like I'm trying to run your life or whatever, but if I see you doing wrong, I'm gonna cor- correct you. Cause who am I if I just let you just be reckless and not tell you anything? that you harming yourself or others from your actions and who am I to sit there and let you just self-destruct? 
And like Dizzy Rice said, if your niggas got you fucking up, them ain't your niggas. Like, anybody that wants the best for you, you know what I mean? Even even when I'm going through my own storms, I can still see the rainbow from the people that I love. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that wants the best for you will still be able to encourage you no matter what. Because a lot of people are in misery. I had a homegirl named Deja Loke. We was like seventh grade. We, I knew her from a long time. But first of all, you have to know yourself before you can know somebody else. You dig what I'm saying? Can't nobody tell me about monkey motherfucking D unless I can. Sometimes I might be mad and I don't give a fuck. I might talk to my daughters and talk shit. But first of all, if I don't know myself, she can't know. And I feel like accountability is like tied to narcissism because if you never are wrong, if you're always right or you're always the victim or people always bullying you or it's always you, you're always the common denominator in everything that you're going through negatively, you got to start to be accountable. Like, what am I doing to attract this life? What am I doing to attract these people? What am I doing to always have it rain on me? Cause it's like, it's not just bad luck. Sometimes it's bad behavior. And if you just so full of shit that you can't even see your own, how will you ever grow and change and be better and be accountable? You know, accountability, accountability is like kryptonite to some of us in the black community. For the brothers, that's not there for your children. You know, you have to be there. Like the courts is there for a reason. You don't have to be manipulated or deceived to be a father. You know, if you really care, you'll step up. Not hell, not high water will keep you from being there. To the brothers in the community who perpetuate domestic violence, you know, you have to start realizing that if you have a young daughter, if you have a young son, these children will grow to be just like you. Or your daughter will grow to choose just like you. So if you're not happy with what you see in the mirror, it's on you to change that. You know what I mean? You can, If you're not growing, if you are the same at 30 that you were at 20, you wasted 10 years of your life. You want to grow. Every day is about getting better, doing better, being accountable, growing, having knowledge. I look at it like this. So if anybody know they self, like I say, I know myself, Come on, I had four daughters before I had two sons. So first of all, you have to be accountable for yourself, like she said. I can't tell nobody how to think about Monkey D or Queen Smoke or Queenie, you feel me? I know my own life. Absolutely. And you know what, just black men, you know, just being able to be a stand-up guy, being able to not pursue people that you don't want to spend the rest of your life with being able to practice sexual discipline because if you're thinking with just one body part and you're in lust that would get you into a lot of trouble with women that are not meant to be in your life you don't want to have relationships with women you know what i mean that are not going to go anywhere you don't want to leave households with empty you know without you there it's one thing to be an active father but to be physically present every day that's taking it to a different ball game and you should want to be somebody that's in the household yes that's that's the problem that's why i feel like there's not a lot of two-parent households because of the narcissism and narcissistic tendencies because one person wants to feel more important than the other like this is a goddamn dictatorship and it's not you know it's a partnership you all supposed to build together instead of one person just acting like it's solely about them and how they feel and a lot of people nowadays, they're so selfish, they don't want to compromise. And that's why a lot of relationships don't work. And compromise, and narcissists, they don't want to compromise anything. They want to just, oh, it's my way or the highway. Right. You could like this if you like it or not, or you could not deal with it and just get on. That's how they feel. So that's why it's a lot of lack of two-parent households in the black community because of the narcissistic tendencies and the emotional 
emotionally unavailable you know because we as women we try and try and try with somebody before we give up and and mentally like we're sitting there we're trying to be strong and we will leave mentally before physically walking out the door and that's because we've dealt with so much of somebody's emotionally unavailable and saying that you're too sensitive you are so right about that because one thing about men we won't tell nobody nothing we'll hold that shit in for ourselves when we know we wrong we won't tell nobody shit i'll hold that shit i don't give a fuck about nothing but you're so right because that men will hold that shit with our bros bros over hoes we'll hold that shit we'll tell them but we don't tell our mate you got me fucked up you fucked up absolutely queenie thank you for just pretty much summing it up you know a lot of households when you come into something as a dictatorship or you want to always be right you don't care about hurting nobody feelings you don't care about the division in your household you just care about being right or proving a point that's very destructive it's teamwork you know these children are supposed to see two people collaborating and problem solving and having emotional self-regulation and also while being accountable if you're not doing this as an adult if you're not showing this and demonstrating this as queenie said you're just a grown child you know what i mean first of all it takes a village to raise us all because sometimes i might need to be checked i don't know everything i'm 51 acting 22 so sometimes my grandkids can check me grandpa be quiet lay down eat your bread eat your stuff <laughs> and that's some realness because first of all i can say that sometimes i can be wrong I'm moving too fast. Sometimes be quiet and listen. And as a man, you know, it's not about being physically strong. Women are looking for the emotional component, you know, being able to be vulnerable, being able to trust, um, being able to just, you know, speak the truth, being able to not hold back. A lot of, to feel safe. A lot of men feel like women can't handle the truth. So they withhold it, and then you wonder why you create a, a crazy storm. You wonder why women want to slice your tires and bust your windows out and beat your ass. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't condone it, but, you you know, not being accountable for playing with people's feelings. You know what I mean? And not being accountable. A lot of men, you like, you're very narcissistic, narcissistic when it comes to hopping in relationships. You don't heal, and you take all that pain that was caused or that you caused. You know, you play victim as well in relationships. And you, you tell another woman that, oh, you know, I was hurt. I've been hurt before, so I'm really careful with my heart. You know what I mean? Like, and you do her dirty, you know what I mean? But it's not just one woman. It's like a, a slew of women, a slew of women, you know? So when you meet women, black women that are very guarded and very hard up and very masculine, you have to think about, did I ever perpetuate this with the woman? Was I ever the cause of a black woman's pain? And really check yourself and really get real. And that's how narcissistic tendencies and, t- and ways can end when you are accountable and the pain that you've caused this is a real unpopular opinion and I know like a lot of people might come for me like they've been doing all week but it's okay but I feel like black women tend to be a little more narcissistic than black men only because of our emotional nature and I'm being very honest as a black woman saying this because I know the, the games I have played in relationships as far as like crying on cue, different things like that. But I feel like in our relationships, I don't go to the extent that a lot of women do. But, you know, personally, the emotional manipulation is where a lot of black women lack accountability. 
because we can play damsel in distress so well and things that we have situations that we have created queenie in what ways have you seen black women display narcissism in our community in ways that i've seen is okay sometimes mothers females do it to their baby daddies i'll start with the baby daddy one first if he's not doing what you want him to do in which way he he's will you expect him to do things you want to oh you won't see my kid will take me to court do this do that you want to keep the kid away from them and you're not doing anything but hurting the kid you're you're not caring about anybody else who else is affecting except you and your happiness you're mad at this man because maybe he didn't want to be with you or maybe he moved on to someone else and now you're creating problems and issues out of nowhere just because you're upset at the at him so you want to bring the kid and play with the kid like it's a pawn and stuff and then you'll have like older black women they want to tell you when are you gonna get married when are you gonna have kids i feel like y'all is narcissists because maybe some of us can't have kids you you ever thought about that like you're not caring about anybody except what you expect on expect of me you're not caring about what you're saying you don't know how many miscarriages some people have had and you have you're asking them these questions because you only care that you feel like they're old and they should have kids already not everybody wants to have children right now and i just feel a lot of women they play games a lot of women play games a lot of black women play games women in general you know little snow bunnies play games too with them athletes but that's another story for another day <laughs> but women you know they play games i've so played games myself before in relationships situationships whatever you want to call it i've played games i feel like when you call it out even woman to woman when a man calls it out you know he automatically gay you and your feelings who hurt you you know what i mean pick better women but when a, another woman calls it out you know the typical pick me you know are you getting pics sis you know they want to it's like accountability right it's like accountability turns to they get offended and it's and they want to they want to insult you instead of understanding and self-reflecting and practicing accountability a, a lot of women will you know insult you and i'm talking about woman to woman so you know you you see a lot of black men saying that they have these issues in relationships in relations with black women and they want to say like this is not true but in the same on the on that same note you don't have fruitful and productive and good relationships with women, black women. So everybody lying on you, you know what I mean? A lot of women are proud that they don't have female relationships. I, I, I hang out with mostly men or I don't get along with females. That's problematic when you get it, when you're a certain age, you know what I mean? And that's because of their self-esteem because a lot of women, like we was saying, they have narcissistic tendencies. They like to tear people down to make themselves feel better about themselves. Those be the ones be like, oh, I don't have a lot of female friends. Like, it's cool. You don't have to fuck with everybody. But when you don't have no solid female friendships, I kind of look at you differently. Like, damn, what kind of bitch is you? You know, if all you can hang around is niggas because they're half dumb. Okay. They don't pay attention. They be like, oh, she the homegirl. She cool. They're not going to correct you and tell you where you wrong at. Like, oh, that's her business. And they brag about it. Oh, I don't get, I don't do females. You don't do yourself. You're a female. What right. the fuck is you talking about? And I feel like a lot of black men don't call black women out because the emotional manipulation 
and the silent treatment and the withhold of sex. You know what I mean? You're not going to check your woman if you know she's not fucking you tonight. That's just what it is. Like, a lot of men coddle. A lot of men coddle women. And then you get frustrated <laughs> when after so long you can only keep up with a game for so long. If you're playing and you're not really truly yourself and there's things that your partner is doing that you don't approve of. But if you don't want to never shake the ground, you know what I mean? Shake the foundation. You're not being real. You're going to end up envying this person. You're going to resent resentment. You know what I mean? In our community, women, we got to learn how to just put our big girl draws on. I say this all the time. A lot of us don't ever listen to understand and to really feel. We only listen to argue back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate arguing. And I've, like I said, I've experienced that this week. Argumentative. You see, you could, you, you know, you could, you, somebody could lay out a whole map for you. You're going to find one or two things that you want to harp on. And not look at the bigger picture. A lot of us are very Man, petty. Man, only a hit dog gonna holler. Like if it doesn't, what did it say? If it doesn't apply, let it fly. Y'all just want to argue and all this shit. Like I feel, this is the problem. The whole goddamn nation is narcissistic because they want to get mad at people for expressing how they feel about something. You're supposed to feel the same thing I feel, or else your opinion does not matter. You get what I'm saying? Just like everybody wants to be right and if you have a different opinion than the norm than all the sheep i'm gonna say that because y'all sleep if your opinion is outside of that they want to say you're weird or you know you think you better than somebody it's like no i'm holding myself included when i say black women i'm holding myself accountable too okay them is from bitches that was never picked <laughs> let me stop i'm let me stop but i feel like they want to use it to be derogatory. They want to use it as a derogatory term, like, oh, pick me. Like, that's going to offend you or something. Um, it don't bother me because I'm like, I'm going to let you say whatever the fuck you want to say. But I know what I am. You know, I hold myself accountable when I fuck up. Or I'll even call Queen Smoke and be like, hey, girl, you know, I'm trying to see if I'm tripping to get, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that I'm not just bypassing shit. And I'm holding myself accountable. Be like, am I wrong? You know, Cause sometimes we don't see that because we so caught up in our bullshit from what we've learned from seeing our parents with their narcissistic tendencies and it's traveled on down to us and we don't notice our behaviors. So sometimes it helps to have a homegirl since y'all don't have, y'all don't do females, y'all don't have female friends. Sometimes it helps to have a solid relationship with somebody that's going to tell you the truth and not coddle you. And I was just going to come to that point, like personally in my life and my walk and my journey, especially with dealing with my community. I want to make sure that I'm holding myself accountable. I don't want nobody to check me because I don't feel good, you know? But if it so happens for my friends, for my family, for Queenie to check me, I'm going to sit in the feelings. I think a lot of people don't like sitting in guilt. A lot of people don't like sitting in it. So they try to run away from that. They try to numb that. They try to deny that. And that's going to prolong your healing. When you're running away from feelings, when you're running away from sadness, when you're running away from guilt, you gotta sit in feelings. You gotta feel it to change it. You gotta feel it to remember Allow it. To that. You gotta sit with them emotions. It's uncomfortable. I'm telling you, I've been set with emotions so many times, but you gotta sit with it and you gotta deal with them emotions. If you keep saying, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, that's not gonna really make you not care. And then somebody does the slightest thing to you and you spaz out and it's not even that serious because you haven't allowed your, you're suppressing everything. And then when something else come up with the minor instance, you're gonna flip the fuck out. So allow yourself to feel those feelings so you 
so you'll be able to process those feelings and heal from whatever is hindering you. And in our community, a lot of children, they're living with single black mothers. And if you never care, you don't care, you don't care, or you're not accountable, like Queenie mentioned, your children are going to start you know, mimicking what you do. They're going to start to be, to show this behavior in school, to show this out in the community. And if you're never owning up to what you do, you're going to create a little narcissistic ass child. And we do not like that in our community. We don't like children that can't own up to what they do. We don't like people that can't admit when they're wrong. We don't like people that can't admit their faults. You know, it's okay to not always know. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to feel guilty. We've all been there. And it's okay to grow. Allow yourself time to grow. Allow yourself, give yourself, you know, the present of being a new person, a new version, a better a better version of yourself. Because you can give that to everybody in your family, everybody in your life. Heal. Heal. We as black, black community, so broken. You know, we are so broken. We have been through so much trauma and turmoil that oftentimes we stay in that we often stay in that you know we have to learn to chaos you know have you ever seen a kid like you see a kid and it's calm and quiet and they just cause confusion for anything that's because they're just playing what's going on in their household it's too quiet and that's not their norm you know so when you're so when you're so used to pain sometimes when you're so used to pain that you numb yourself and that's where the narcissistic tendencies come because you want you don't want to feel pain so you don't allow yourself to feel anything happiness love joy anything because you're just so numb and by prolonging your healing you're sabotaging your true happiness you're sabotaging yourself you're sabotaging your happiness you're sabotaging love you know what i mean yes and you're not able to recognize it when it's real because you have this you're so guarded And a lot of women have been hurt by, sometimes you could have avoided the situation. You thought that you could change this person. If this is what they're showing, you have to sit there and take it at face value. Like, what is he right now? Instead of thinking what he can become. And a baby is not going to change him. Being married is not going to change him. That's a piece of paper. Nothing is going to change a person except what they want to change. You know what I'm saying? And if they're not changing for you, maybe you're just not the woman that they want to change for. And you got to let them go. Absolutely. And just not feeling guilty when things don't work. A lot of people in our community are very narcissistic in ways like they can't let go. Like they're so narcissistic, like you cannot have nobody but me. I'll make your life a living hell. I'll kill you. I'll stalk you. I'll humiliate you. I'll embarrass you. You know what I mean? I'll haunt you like... You have to learn when to let go. You have to learn when to move on. People are not your property. People are not your ownership. You know, that's a big one in our community. The the cutting ties with men and women. What did Nipsey say? He said you can't. You don't own them. You can only experience them. Something to that sort, you know. And that's where the narcissistic tendencies is ownership. Like, this is mine, and you know she can't have it, he can't have it. And that's why it's a lot of motherfucking people killing their spouses, their ex-girl. Like, something just happened in Hollywood. He just killed her and the man that she was on a date with, and the kids was, like, in the car. Like, they was going back to the car for the kids, and he killed them because 
a lot of people are so low vibrating they vibrate from the ego that they little egos bruise they want to kill everybody and that's a narcissist you hurt my feelings so i want to hurt everybody in your life you know just like oh, that man that went to his ex-wife's home that he shared with her and killed the mother her mom and her kids he was a narcissist he wanted to hurt be hurt or hurt because she had moved on from him she got tired of being cheated on and moved on from that man and he was a narcissist so he wanted to hurt her so now she has to live with hurt and he's in prison for what you're never gonna get her no way you're not gonna get her back like that killing her kids and her mother and we can never practice emotional self regulation we can't practice accountability we can't practice anything that involves vibrating higher because everybody want to match energy tit for tat when i hear matching energies i just hear tit for tat we gotta grow up like the division gonna continue when we don't want to do better everybody want to match energy and remain the same kind of people misery amongst misery you know what i mean instead of just changing the narrative learning how to speak learning how to form community learning how to be vulnerable learning how to trust how to be accountable, and how to just say, you know, I'm sorry. We go years without talking to one another. And then when it's that funeral, you know what I mean? We want to cry and say we're going to do better. Why we got to wait for death to celebrate life? Queenie, I wanted to just go down a list of 13 symptoms that um, you know, has to do with narcissistic personality disorder and just talk about how these examples can show up in the community in black men and in black women. The first one is preoccupied with self. How do you see that with both black men and women? Uh, let's start off with the male. With the males, I see preoccupied with self because they don't necessarily care about other people they just care about their men a lot of black men are selfish you know they'll they'll awaken like a woman's emotions but then play games like oh no vibe no connection and then you know and it's like for what you know so they be too preoccupied with themselves and what they want and what they envision for themselves rather than just telling the girl the truth from jump i think for black women same thing with, that you just mentioned. It's preoccupied with self. You want a man to make all the effort. You want a man to do all the calling. You want a man to do all the texting and to pay for you these extravagant dinners before you show any interest, before you be a grown woman. You know what I mean? You can't be so preoccupied with what you want and somebody courting you and chasing you and chasing you and chasing you until he's exhausted. Like, you know, or putting a good man on the back burner because a lot of women do it. You... We know a lot of women, y'all say y'all want Russell women, Russell Wilson, but that's only on the internet. You know what I mean? Y'all lay down with Future. Future. Y'all lay down with Future. Y'all lay down with the baby. Y'all lay down with Nick Cannon. Y'all have all their babies and expect expect Future to do. I mean, expect Russell Wilson to come save you after you done had all these babies by Future, Lil Wayne, all these fuck niggas. And I feel like just by opening your heart a little bit more, and allowing a good person to love you. Sometimes you're preoccupied with self because of a bad relationship. Someone dogged you so much or was abusive so much that when you get, even with men, someone played with you so much emo, um, emotionally and mentally that when you get a good person in your life, 
you feel like it's too good to be true. And so you were very closed off. And this person is giving you the best of them. And you're giving them the worst of you because of what your experience has showed you. Because of what you previously went through. And that's how you know you got to heal when you bring so much baggage to a new person. The second one, how do you see this in both black men and women? Unrealistic expectations. These niggas want you to have no stomach, no stretch marks, no acne, no this and that. But and then these motherfuckers be musty as fuck. No haircut, patchy ass beard. They have. They want everybody to have the BBL body. They want everybody to look like Kim Kardashian, and that's not the case. Come on, let's be realistic. Everybody has their different attributes about themselves that make them beautiful, that make them somebody's type. Everybody is not the Instagram model. Please get that unrealistic shit. They're not even them. The filter. And by the way, please stop posting and saying no filter with a face full of makeup because that is the filter it's an all-day filter just to let you we're gonna clarify that just to let you know absolutely with men being unrealistic but just like you expecting like you say you want this super baddie to treat you like Seely from color purple like it's just not gonna happen you know what i mean like you want this you have to understand appearance versus personality yeah. appearance versus heart a lot of cookie cutter relationships and a lot of social media drama because you're looking for a certain look and you're not looking at hearts and it's okay to have your preference and to have whatever you want but a lot of black men and women have the this list of standards that's impossible and instead of saying you know maybe i'm being so super rigid you say like oh nobody deserves me it's cutting yourself off before you really get to get your feet wet in the real relationship of being appreciated and being respected and being loved for who you truly are if you can't make if it's that if you can't go past visual you'll never get to to in, in, internal you'll never get to real love to intimacy you know what i mean yeah because my high school youth law teacher told me that when we was younger he was like if i married my wife for looks i wouldn't be with her because she don't look the same she ain't got the same body he was like looks fade he was like of course you got to be attracted to the person but let's not make that everything because if you with a dude and he's good to you or a female and they're good to you they get in a car accident or whatever and bad scar on their face you you gonna leave them then where does the loyalty lie so you guys do have these unrealistic expectations for people you know like there's sort a whole bunch of men be like oh she gained weight i'm a leaver bitches gain weight when they're pregnant when they have your child stop shooting up the club if you don't want the club to grow right. <laughs> you feel me if you don't want the <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta you have these unrealistic expectations for women that your mama don't even have. You be like, oh, her hair down your back and your mama's like, you know, she got a ponytail. Like you want, you know what I'm saying? You need to be humble. You men and some women, you need to be humble. Like you bitch, you on section eight, you getting food stamps. And I'm not knocking nobody cause to each his own, whatever works for you, that works for you. But you like, you know, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. But he was saying, you want a man to have all this, all the while you have nothing to offer but pussy there's pussy all over the world you got to bring something more to the table than that number four is dehumanizing others queenie what way do you feel 
this is valid in a black community. In the black community, well, we'll start by the colorism, like team light skin, team dark skin. You're dehumanizing. You're not even. You're just saying, oh, she light skin, she dark skin. You're taking the name from the person. You're taking away their identity. And the way people in our community talk about people, like they want to put you down. Oh, you don't have this car. You don't have this type of car. You don't have this type of job. So you ain't really doing it right. There's no wrong way or right way to live your life. It's right according to what you think is right for you. And they have this thing where they want to talk about people that don't have... I'm not paying all that money for them fucking designers that are racist anyway. I'm not about to be wearing their shit. And the white people don't even wear their shit. Right, right. I feel like, too, in relationships, you know, like we mentioned, it's always one of, like, you kind of want to be the winner with your partner. You shouldn't be in a relationship with your ego is that big. You know what I mean? I feel like with women, it's if, like, you're offended, then you go to straight to insulting another woman. You want to make her feel bad about how she look or bad about who she is instead of just accepting what she has to say. Constructive criticism to a lot of black people in our community sounds like a confrontation or it sounds like somebody's bullying them or picking on them or judging them. And that, like, it's hard to grow. It's hard to change. It's called a spade a spade. That's what I say. I'm calling a spade a spade. I'm letting it be known that I see you and what you about, and I'm going to tell you about yourself. And a lot of us have been kind of weak and kind of coddled in that aspect because when I was growing up, you just got told what it was. Ain't no nobody cared about hurting your feelings, you know what I mean? From grandmama to granddaddy to auntie to uncle, as far as really letting you know when you fucking up, they'll let you know. And then say it nice. What about lack of empathy? How do you see that in our community with black men and with black women? They have no regard for anyone else's feelings but theirs. And if they don't, like, they, okay, for instance, they'll see a video of a black man putting down a black woman and they'll laugh instead of telling them, like, hey, that's not right. You know, we should be lifting our queens up. And they'll be laughing at it. You know, they're part of the, that's a part of the problem. You're not correcting them. And if you correct them, they want to say, oh, Captain Save-A-Ho. And you can't even live, I can't even live my life joking and stuff. And it's like, we've been laughing for too many years. You know what I mean? When it comes to lack of empathy for black males, I believe that, you know, the ones that want to be in the street life and targeting your community and members of, of us that live in their children, there's no respect amongst gangs. It's like no code now. It used to be a man-to-man thing. Now it's women, children, your grandmama, your great auntie. Like, any anybody can have harm. You know what I mean? And you have no empathy for your community. You don't care. You're so hurt that now you're you're the you're the villain in your own life. You know what I mean? And not protecting your community, not protecting your household, not protecting your women, not protecting your family. When somebody says they don't want to be with you, you don't care how they feel. Like Queenie mentioned earlier, shooting, you know what I mean? You want to take somebody's life because they said no to you. You want to take somebody's life because they're not fucking with you. And people don't. People have to realize that, yeah, well, you can't take rejection, especially if you're in a relationship and you expect somebody to forgive you. I don't know how many times the struggle love. You have to realize when you're just a piece of shit, that don't mean you can't grow and be better. But when you're wrecking havoc on somebody's life and they want out, they want you to leave them alone, you got to take that and deal with it. 
Because when it's all said and done, so many black men are behind bars for being so rash and so impulsive and so volatile. This is a big one in our community, Obsession with Appearance. This is from car to home, especially to what you have on, how your hair is styled, the shoes, the whips, the, the places you frequent, you know what I mean? Our community, men and women, are very obsessed with appearance and keeping up with the Joneses. Yes, they are very obsessed. Let me piggyback on that. I've seen people with no cars with designer stuff on, and it's just kind of like, niggas, you serious? I had <laughs> an ex that had two children. I'm not a fan of dating men who don't care about their kids. He told me he was going to buy a motorcycle before he bought a car because he cared about how he looked to others rather than having a car to get his kids to doctor's appointments and stuff. So it's kind of like you care so much about your appearance to the point like it's like, are you even an adult? Right. It's like, are we in high school? Like, come on now. Like you have kids and they just want to look good and be wearing all these fucking chains on their neck and no money in your pocket. Like, no money in your pocket at all and it's really sickening because i'd be looking like damn you know i don't wear my money i don't wear my money like yeah i do i buy shoes and i i look nice but i don't wear my money like a lot of people there they're sitting out here robbing people just to keep up this facade of they got money but i'm telling you motherfuckers with money don't look like they got money right right and just the obsession with always one of the newest the newest the most expensive like it's very exhausting because it's all really a facade. It's a dream. It's not. It's reality. It's social media. No one's going to post the bad days. You know what I mean? And everything going to seem like instant gratification and overnight. And people be in debt from that. You know what I mean? Depressed from that. Trying to keep up with whom? You know what I mean? Anybody that really fuck with you for you, you ain't got to have much of nothing but a good heart. You know what I mean? Our pride is another one. For both men and women, I feel like that's why we can't last in relationships. Do you remember that song by Big Crit, Soul Food, when he said, if it ain't right, it ain't right? That's why most people don't make love no more. They just fucking they fight. I feel like that's the culture of where we are. It's a lot of pride. It's a lot of wanting to be right. It's a lot of, I will break up with you. You know, I'll break up this family just because you're not going to tell me what to do. You know, women... It, the pride comes from not wanting to listen, wanting protection and wanting provision, but not wanting to do what it takes to get that protection and provision. You know, when you are doing, when you're in a relationship, you cannot do the things that you did when you were single. You know, and a lot of women don't want to give the freedom up. You have to give a little bit of freedom up when you're in relationships. You know, you have to compromise and sacrifice. It's not just about you, men and women. It's not just about you. For men, your pride will stop you from, you know, being with a good thing. A lot of men allow their pride to get into the way. You know, your family and your mother, especially. If you got a good woman, you have to leave your mother. Like, it's time to grow up in our whole community. That's the thing. We don't want to, we don't want to grow up. Exaggeration. Do you see that in our community often? Yes. (laughs) They exaggerate everything. Um... 
I've seen women exaggerate their relationship online like everything's perfect and they're getting their ass beat behind closed doors and that to me is really sad like you care so much about this facade that you live in in hell just to say that you're the devil's wife you know you get beat down you get talked down to this man does not respect you he does not care about you but just to say that you have somebody you're dealing with this and on social media everything looks peachy and you're getting along and you so in love but he's beating on you he's cheating on you like you over exaggerating stuff and you're exaggerating your position in his life because if he's doing all this he don't give a fuck about you and with the men exaggerating your lifestyle you know what i mean you want to post everything you own on the internet for what to make yourself a target to get robbed to get your life snatched from you it's okay to be normal like it's okay to do normal shit it's okay to go to the movie it's okay to do ten dollar shit like you know what i mean stop being so obsessed with making people feel bad stop going into debt for people who don't give a fuck Stop going in debt for people who are in debt themselves, you know? Live your life on your terms. You ain't got to worry about oppressing nobody. The inability to accept criticism in our community is another one because I feel like a lot of Black people are always on fight mode. You know what I mean? because of experience, because of lived experience, because of trauma, because of you know current relationships with other black people, because of family issues, that most of us are always on defense. So when anybody brings any kind of criticism to us, it's very like hard to accept. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I want to say when I was younger, I had those issues with accepting constructive criticism, you know? And sometimes now too, because people be like, "Yo, you when I when I was at work, I'm you work so hard." It's like I do my motherfucking job, so nobody tell me nothing, you know. But a lot of people they run from that. They don't want to be constructive critic. They don't want constructive criticism. Like if you try to tell somebody something, they think that you're picking on them or you're belittling them, and it's like, no, you have to take accountability for your actions. I'm just telling you about yourself. I'm not telling you something that's wrong or way out of left field. I'm telling you about yourself, you know? And sometimes they'd be like, well, you don't got the right. They want to throw up what you've gone through and what you've been doing in your life. They want to throw up your situations in your face when you're trying to tell them something about themselves. That's true. And I feel like just in friendships, men and women, they get they be on guard on standby it's like they can't wait to like i said to argue it's not even about accepting it and sitting in those feelings and let me see what my friend is really trying to tell me let me see what my sister my spouse my mother whoever is trying to tell me it's always just thinking that people are downing you dogging you see your flaws see your mistakes no if you constantly in fuck shit it should be somebody in your life letting you know hey i see that you got this pattern of fuck shit and I'm calling you out on it. If you don't, you got a whole bunch of fake motherfuckers around you. And what's the point? What's the point of living life if you can't grow? What's the point of giving life, living life if nobody can check you? What's the point of living? Another one is envy. We know that crabs in the barrel mentality is all around and running rampant in our community. Yes. Crabs in a barrel. Envy we experienced this i've experienced envy 
as far as I can remember since I was a kid like people have always tried to talk down on me because they seen something in me that they didn't see in themselves or try to belittle me or even like when I was in school like I would sit in the front because I'm trying to obtain the most knowledge I'm trying to get everything I'm not sitting in the back just chilling and not paying attention I'm sitting in the front row taking notes and knowing everything and then there will be classmates that was my skin folk that would say shit about me would talk about me oh teacher's pet and it's like you mad at me because I want to learn and not chill in the back of the classroom with y'all and talk because I'm observant and I want to learn you know and you want to just bullshit so I felt like they envied me because I had good grades in the class and the teacher sometimes would use me as an example like you know officer Parker this that that and above and it causes them to be envious of me you know what I'm saying and uh, it's rampant in the black community because you can get a new car and see how many people are happy for you You can buy a home and see how many people in your family are happy for you they never want to be happy for you because they feel like you're outdoing them right and that's heavy because it's just it's it's on both it's on all parts you know wanting to just we don't lift as we climb and that's why we're kind of suffering and we're very much behind we already had a 500 year we you know we already in a white supremacist system where it's a 500 year head start and by us constantly battling and feuding we'll never get to dig a niche into what's going on we'll never without working together we'll never have any type of progression because you know it ain't coming to us what about mood swings i feel like this is a very big one a lot of people in the black community both men and women lack self-emotional regulation Man. so you're always up and down when somebody is catering to you and making you feel good and doing what you want them to do and you know whether right or wrong feeding into your bullshit they a-okay but as soon as they go against that or try to check you or try to tell you about yourself you're going to move swing of cutoff that's that emotional manipulation you know what i mean it's not healthy it's really not uh, the far as mood swings, like I've worked with people or been around people that when you come around, don't bring your problems with you because mm-hmm. you just lash out and you picking at people and deflecting that bullshit and killing everybody's vibe. Learn to leave your problems at home and deal with them when you're at home alone by yourself. Don't bring your problems out with you in the world. You got on Ranko. That's what's happening with all these fucking shootings. You want to go shoot up a school full of kids when you should have shot at the motherfuckers that was bullying you. You know what I'm saying? And yes, and I've seen people like just be on edge all the fucking time. You can't say shit to them. They snappy. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, if you dealing with something at home, bitch, call off. Don't come to work today. Don't bring your problems here because you never know what somebody else might be going through and you say the wrong shit to them because you going through some shit and you'll set them off. Right, right. You know, a lot of people, they they just have issues and that they don't want to deal with. So they just lash out on everybody else instead of sitting with their the motherfucking self and dealing with that shit. They want to lash out on everybody else to have mood swings and be in a fucked up mood, be rude. You know, people always want to say, oh, you're nice. No, motherfucker, I'm professional. I know how to be at work and not show my emotions and not, you know what I'm saying? And people don't like to realize by doing all this that the kids really suffer is the babies. Yeah. 
who have to deal with, you know, daddy cool, daddy explosive one day and calm the next. You know, mommy having the temper tantrums one day and she calm the next. Like this, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of black people like they don't want to run from that T word. They want to run from that T word. You know, and therapy is okay. You know what I mean? You can find somebody that's a neutral party to just learn how to start unpacking this and realize that even in your DNA is historical trauma. You know, it didn't start with us, but the healing is on you for you to to change the the generations, you know, to shift your family, to shift your thinking, to shift your priorities. The the healing is on us. It's on you. If we don't get it, you know, we're going to have a hard time or just a miserable life. Who wants that? When you can heal the pain and you know that happiness is on the other side of healing, why not start today? I think this is like the biggest one of all, Queenie. The strained or the broken relationships amongst black men and black women in our community. I, I think so too, whether it be strained from your mother, strained from your father. Um, I have strained relationships with different people in my family that I just refuse to be around. Um, and it's not on because of me, it's because of things that were done to me. So I took myself out of the you know, situation just to protect me because if you have an issue with me, I don't want to be around you. When we talk about broken and strained relationships, like you said, that's the parent and child dynamic. That's the, you know, intimate partnership dynamic. That's the, you know, educational, the parenting dynamic. When you have a broken or a strained relationship with someone in your childhood and it's an essential figure for you, it's like you don't have the guidance, you don't have anything to follow. You don't know what to hold, you know, your behavior or you don't have anything to compare it to. So when it's a central piece of your puzzle missing and the relationships are strained or they're broken, it's going to be hard for you to be vulnerable and to let down your guard in relationships. Sometimes we are mentally far, far away and physically present, you know, and just learning how to admit when you know, you, you're, you're scared. I think the vulnerability in a lot of us stops us from truly living, not wanting to get hurt. Some people are so consumed with somebody going to hurt me, somebody going to hurt me, or thinking that love hurts or thinking that the next partner is going to dog you out, that you don't have ever, you don't ever realize that the same, you know, energy it takes to, for somebody to hurt you is the same energy that they can put into loving you if you just shift your mind, you know? And low self-esteem is at an all-time high in our community, on male and female parts. The sexualization, the hypersexualization in our community, the the relationships and the partners that we choose reflect exactly how we feel about ourselves. When we play the victim mentality, we let vic- we let people victimize us in relationships a lot, you know, and. A lot of us feel like we deserve it. When you get a good thing, when you get a real thing, you cannot recognize it. Even if you do, you don't know how to handle it because some people are thinking so low of themselves and feeling so low and being so miserable because just life is hard, you know? 
that they can't allow themselves to be open with someone new, with someone who will really give them what they deserve and treat them well. Low self-esteem is very, very high in our community. It really is. Like, uh, I want to say low self-esteem will have you changing yourself just to be accepted. You know, something that you were normally okay with, you want to enhance. And there's nothing wrong with that, but just to be accepted, just to be a, a... a nigga's type. And I was gonna say that goes hand in hand with the final one, the need for approval. That's a lot of the black community. It's not, I'll say like 90 Yeah. And it's like you gonna hand something to make sure that you, this man's type, make sure that he's your type. Why are you so worried about what he is pleasing to him and worry about what he's doing? Is it pleasing you? You know? And that comes derived from low self esteem. Um, a lot of people's dealt with it even like some people have hurt you so bad to where the point to where you question yourself like is it something wrong with me and that'll take a toll on your self-esteem I've been there you know like damn did I do something wrong what's wrong what's so wrong with me that you would do me bad you know but it's just in reality it's not a lot of good people in this world so that's why I strive and I try to be one of the good people because I haven't ran into too many good people in this world and it starts from childhood you know I feel like when as a parent you should not speak defeat into your kids life or death over their life black Black children you're supposed to speak life into them don't tell them like oh you're gonna be just like your mama oh you're gonna be just like your daddy that's like you putting limitations on them before they even know what life is about and that contributes to the self-esteem issues now today because if you're telling a kid you're dumb you're dumb you're dumb they're going to start to believe it and they're not going to live to their full potential so a lot of these parents these family members that talk about kids and belittle the kids because you don't like the mother you want to talk about the kid and sabotage the kid and y'all is to blame these narcissists for these kids self-esteem you expect these kids perfection out of these kids and when they don't live up and you wasn't perfect and you want to talk about them and you want to talk about every little ounce everything like they living under a microscope and your life was complete bat shit crazy and you want to talk about everybody else it's it, it happens in the black community everybody want to turn their nose up like i remember i went to church and she got on the pulpit and was staring at me talking shit. And that just kind of put it like a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, your self-esteem so low that you're going to embarrass yourself on the pulpit talking about a kid that's here trying to get deliverance. You know what I'm saying? But it, as a whole in the black community, I see it with black women. They don't feel good about themselves. So they want to belittle other people to make themselves feel good. And black males included, they want to talk about this male. Oh, that nigga square. He he a hoe, captain, save a hoe because he cares about his woman or his wife. You know what I'm saying? Y'all all play a part in people's self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Look, Cat Williams said it's the seam of your motherfucking self. But y'all help tear people apart. And you don't even know what people be going through when you tearing them down. And we just talking about the need of the need of approval, the need for approval in our community. Yeah. It's also the things that you listen to, the music that you're listening to, the lifestyle that's being promoted is one of expense. It's one of luxury. Black people do deserve luxury. 
but we also don't get the life that we wish for. We get the life that we work for, you know? So trying to shortcut your way to success, trying to do instant gratification, trying to scam people, trying to do the wrong thing, creating enemies, is never going to get you where you want to go. It's only going to be working. You're going to be counterproductive. It's like an oxymoron. You're only working toward to go on the ground or to go on the grave. You know what I mean? To go on the ground, excuse me, or to get behind bars. The need for approval has gotten many of black people behind bars. The need for approval has gotten a lot of black people murdered. You know, learning to be happy with, with, with yourself. Learning to be happy with what you have. Learning to, you know, if, if, if success never comes or if, you know, a large lump sum of money or you, whatever you figure is the perfect life, if that don't ever come, why is it so hard to live in the now? If you never get some of the goals that you set out for yourself, does that make you a failure? No, it does not. Learning to appreciate everything you have, especially in the climate that we live in now, it will create much more peace in your life, in your family, and in your household. You mentioned that you have some narcissistic tendencies in your past. What advice could you offer to a, a man or a woman, a black man or a black woman who is kind of suffering with accountability or just having narcissistic ways and tendencies what what can they do to alleviate some of that from the people around them and also make a change for the better for their own lives in their own lives i would say seek professional help because a lot of narcissistic well i'm gonna speak for myself a lot of my narcissistic tendencies came from pain that others have caused to me that way therefore I put up this wall of I didn't want to feel anything and I wasn't feeling I was just numb you know what I'm saying so it's get professional help and whatever caused you to be this way whether from childhood or somebody did something to you to make you put up these defensive defenses is seek help get help and get through it that way you can be a better person and you're not the person that because most of the time it comes from dealing with the narcissist where you pick up the narcissist tendencies you know so I just want to say like get professional help in order to be a better person don't be what somebody was to you to anyone else you know what i'm saying you felt that pain of dealing with a narcissistic person whether it be a family member lover friend brother sister mother uh so you you want to grow and be better and hold yourself accountable for how you treat others because not only do you matter how you treat others matters as well you bodied it just like that you know i feel like in our community we have to get real with who hurt us. A lot of times we don't want to hurt mama feelings. We don't want to hurt daddy feelings. We don't want to, you know, shake up the family dynamics and speak our truth because we worried about reputation and we worried about who feelings we going to hurt. You know what I mean? So I feel like in our families, we got to get real. Like being honest with yourself requires some people to be uncomfortable in what they've done to you. Being honest in your life is going to require 
maybe you not to talk to people for a while or maybe you to you got to find your voice you know finding your voice silences a lot of people but when we've been silenced for so long like empowerment feels good when we've been silenced for so long it can feel hard not to get everybody's validation and approval but what's the point if you're not living for you if you're living for everybody else if you're living their dreams their realities that you know what i mean if you're living for everybody else when will you get to live we're here for a good time not a long time you know what i mean i want you just to take that with you and really understand that you can't please nobody but yourself whether you do the right thing the wrong thing you know what i mean people gonna talk about you so just live for you you know what i mean surround yourself with people who want to live surround yourself around people who have more to offer than gossip have more to offer than down in someone else surround yourself with people who want to build community who want to build personally who want to uplift who want to encourage who want to go far surround your people with the same surround yourself with the same type of black people you know a lot of us have an experience i have personally you know but in our community you are the company you keep you wonder why you keep getting lied to cheated on manipulated um you know disrespected you are the company you keep so maybe your reflection is real ugly you got to clean that mirror off being accountable it's not that hard once you check yourself you know what i mean it's hard to start something new it's hard to be different a different person but just put it into practice just start you feel me like just start apologize when you're wrong it's always gonna be hard to do the right thing you know what i mean but do it anyway if you see that your family has a certain way of handling things and you don't like it, change it. If you want to heal your lineage, you want to heal your family line, it starts with you. Realizing that you got to be vulnerable, you got to be open, you got to be honest, and you got to be serious about your healing. Nobody can become, become, nobody can come before your healing. Nobody can become, come before your happiness. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're working for it. You're working towards it. It's not going to be easy. Anything that you want in life is going to be hard. But what's harder is staying the same. Staying stagnant. Stay, staying complacent. That's going to be the shit that you're going to look back on old, in old age and regret. Not living for you. Living to please mama. Living to please daddy. Living to please your kids. Living to please your spouse. That's going to piss you off. That's going to hurt you. Be better. Try harder every day. The more you put into practice self-love and self-care and really holding yourself accountable the better quality of life you'll have and that's just real talk well family we've reached the end of episode 21 thank you for coming back week after week coming to kick it with us remember you can get in touch with us at any time by emailing us officialairtfout at gmail.com. That's officialairtfout at gmail.com. You can follow us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode each and every Sunday. Once again, it's your girl, Queen Smoke. Queenie. And your boy, Monkey D. See y'all next week. It's a wrap. <laughs>